Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. We do have breaking news today, and you're the guy that's behind this. Over to you, Moose. We're going to Montreal. Ta-da! We are taking our show on the road. Thursday and Friday, we'll be on the air from uh, from the Stanley Cup Finals. How cool is that? Yes, live Thursday, Friday from Montreal, downtown Montreal, in advance of Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. We will be there live. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Good afternoon, Canada. Welcome to the Rod Peterson Show, and happy Canada Day. I feel naked, Darren Dupont. I don't have my bell with me. To re- it's a very big day. You have nothing. You don't have flags. You don't have No, bells. we are live from the penthouse at the Chateau Champlain. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show. And for the first time since we've been doing this show, 516 episodes ago, Moose, we're in the Eastern time zone where it is the afternoon. And I say hey to everybody and our regular viewers. Uh, we are at the Stanley Cup final. It is the travel day, although I think the Habs got home last night following their Game 2 loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. But uh, for the next two hours, we're going to be talking about Montreal. We're going to be talking about Tampa Bay. We're going to be talking a little CFL here today. You wanted to talk about the Phoenix Suns because they're going to the NBA Finals. That's right. We got it. One of my most special friends is in the house. Give us a you, Bobby. You pee. <laughs> Don't be shy. <laughs> Don't be shy. Uh, we can talk around here. Yeah, Coach good. Bob Marier is here, and he's going to be right on the set. And we've got so much to get into, Darren. I don't even really know where to start other than this wonderful crew that we have here. These guys are absolute pros, man, that have set us up. Yeah, hey, there we go. Yeah, listen, don't be shy. They're all worried that they're going to make a mistake. I said, guys, who told, who told you that we're perfect? Because we're not. I know. <laughs> have you? He's already <laughs> made mistakes. Okay. This is how this rolls. That's right? Ian. Exactly. I got all their names. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we made it. And this is a huge kudos to you, uh, Moose, because everybody's giving me all these plaudits on social media saying, looks great. It's awesome. It's big time. You did it all. You actually stuffed me in my room. to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This, my this morning you were kind of lurking around. And I'm like, you go and let <laughs> us just take care of it. And you come down at like 11 and we'll take care of the show. So, <clears throat> so what did you do this morning? Uh, had coffee. Uh, talked on the phone, went for a little bit of a walk, but let's just get into it, okay? Because we've come from Western Canada where I thought we were under a lockdown and the world's nowhere near getting back to normal. I'm watching all these images on TV from Montreal and them beating my Vegas Golden Knights thinking, hey, it's, it's normal in Montreal. And we get to La Belle Province yesterday, and it's not a lot different than home, Moose. It's pretty quiet. Like, like Bob is going to tell us what exactly is going on here, but maybe it's because it's a holiday today. You could shoot a cannon down the streets. Well, quiet. yeah, and I've kind of learned, you know, it's a little bit uh, doubled, like the two demographics, right? We see 25,000 people outside the Bell Center for the games, and you and I, after a travel day, you know, you know, we watch it from our hotel rooms overlooking, you know, downtown Montreal, and you can see the packs of people. So the young people aren't worried about COVID. They're out 25,000. Clearly. But our colleagues and, you know, in the media, they're doing it from home. They're still doing Zoom calls from home. They're not leaving their rooms and those types of things. So, 
you know, you're on the phone with Chris Nyland and we're having dinner yesterday and we're talking to John Lou and we're talking to all our friends and they're not leaving, you yeah. know? So as much as it looks open on TV, it kind of is how it feels half open, half not open. Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to, it feels a little bit like camping. Like I said, I, did, I didn't bring my bell and we don't have director Jordan to hit the show horn for the quick six show topics. But um, this is what I want to point out. I am so grateful that coach Bob Marier has come down to join us for probably three or four segments here today because he's a very busy guy. But we had heard, you know, Knuckles Nylon was going to come down. And, uh, well, Nate Thompson, we thought, perhaps. John Liu, as you mentioned. So we get to Montreal yesterday, and Knuckles is like, yeah, I'm not coming down there. I live 30 miles out of downtown. I'm working from home, Rod. So why don't you come out and do an interview on my lawn? And uh, John Liu, same thing. He's like, I'm doing Zoom calls at noon Eastern. So if I can come in on a Zoom, and I'm like, you know, I didn't come to Montreal to do uh, Zooms. So we got set up here. <laughs> Bob's going to host us, and we're going to talk about a little bit of what's going on here in the Stanley Cup final. And by the way, the warm-up, as always, what hasn't changed is is brought to you by Ecall Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecall Electric, let's get to work. Now, regarding the game last night, Andre Vasilevsky turned away 42 shots as the Lightning eked out a 3-1 win over the Montreal Canadiens in Game 2. The Habs peppered the Tampa Bay goal with 43 shots compared with just 23 from Game 1, but they couldn't solve Vasi. And now they're 2-0, Tampa coming to Montreal for Game 3 tomorrow night. And as the Canadian press story says, if there was good news in Wednesday's result, it was the fact that the Can- Canadiens... Looked like a different hockey team than in game one when they were routed 5-1. Bob's going to speak to that. I'm not going to go any further. He'll explain the Canadians (laughs) that they're getting better. But news this morning. Can you ring the bell? Yeah. Here's the breaking news. The city of Montreal has announced it will set up outdoor viewing parties to allow fans to watch the Canada play in the Stanley Cup final a day after Quebec Public Health denied a request to allow more fans into the Bell Center. The city said the free viewings will take place in the city's entertainment district, beginning with Friday's Game 3. The announcement comes as the Quebec government confirms it refused a request by the Canadians organization to allow about 10,500 fans into the team's home arena, which would have represented half capacity. It is the biggest rink in the NHL, by the way. The government said in a statement this morning that it decided to maintain the current limit of 3,500 people in order to limit the spread of COVID-19, but the health department says it will increase the number of people allowed to gather at outdoor festivals and events up to 5,000 beginning Friday. The government says people who are seated must be kept 1.5 meters from those who don't live with them, and masks are recommended when people are moving. See what I'm saying? We came all the way out here and thought it was going to be different. <laughs> and it's not. We didn't go to the U.S. Let's just put it that way. We, we, we're still in Canada, so we still have to deal with some of these COVID restrictions. But you know what? That's good news. You know, we'll probably find ourselves somewhere close to one of those uh, on Friday night. But uh, you know what? They're trying to accommodate. You know, they're hoping game four that we thought maybe they'd open up the stadium to... 10,000, right? You and I went down there. They put 3,500 people in the arena to watch the road game on a television. People are paying 1,500 bucks a ticket for those. So, yeah. Well, very typical of me. I walk up to the ticket office at the Bell Center. How do you say it, Bob? Bellatory? Right. Be a three. I walk up to the ticket office and I'm like, hey, can I get a couple of tickets for the game tonight to watch it on the big screen? And she's like, no, she's like sold out days ago. We're and here. I don't even know what those tickets were worth. It was 90 minutes to puck drop. Oh, uh, yeah, we, could roll in. we thought we could roll in and get a ticket. Yeah, no, <laughs> usually we can. So 
It was uh, $16,000, the tickets for actual Friday's Game 3. Is that what it is? Does that sound right? So I heard $16,000 for Game 3. And we got guys from back home saying, can you get us cheap tickets? I'll fly down. Literally asking us that. Well, that's nothing for a Barney Big Nuts like Bob, but uh, for us, I don't think that we'll be doing that. So we're getting, I guess we'll be watching it from an outdoor viewing party. We'll find a spot. But you know what? They asked where we watched the game. I watched it from my hotel room last night because it was a long day of travel and uh, lining up these shows and so forth. And let's just talk about the hockey game for a second last night. The first period was <clears throat> dull, if I may. It was 0-0 after the first period. Then it picked up in the second in terms of pace. But, you know, they always say if you allow a goal in the first period, sorry, the first minute of a period or the last goal of a period, it can be debilitating to you. And that's exactly what happened to the Montreal Canadiens last night. The thing is, though... I'd like to think that these hockey um, myths or rules of thumb, maybe, don't pertain in a Stanley Cup final when you've got the two best teams still standing in the National Hockey League. Why, why would a goal unravel you like that? But that's what everybody's talking about today. They, they play a factor all the time, no matter what the situation is, especially, you know, you look at the Canadians and they haven't been in the situation. Tampa has, right? They've overcome this last year, so they know what this is like. But it's tough. I mean, that goal with 0.3 seconds left, boy, that changed the game because Montreal had played so well. And then Tampa came out in the third period and played probably their best stretch of hockey that they played throughout the game. And what was, what was interesting is when you go into the break like that, you know, first five, last five, you know, they talk about that coach is locking that down. Your mindset when you're in the, in the, lock, in the locker room for that whole intermission is, man, if we'd only gotten out of this period, man, we just let in that goal. So you're spending that 18-minute intermission only thinking about that goal instead of thinking, hey, we're okay. We're only down a goal. We're okay. We're okay, mm -hmm. right? So they never were, were unable to recover. Well, um, pretty glum in Montreal today is what I sensed with their team down 0-2, and I can't wait to talk to, to Bob about this because you know hard and fast they're feeling that this series will switch when it comes back to the Bell Center, and it very mel well may. They outshot the Lightning handily. Vasilevsky was the story last night. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And I guess uh, the Prairie Mobile text line is open. We brought it to, with us. Uh, Prairie Mobile, you can reach us at 306-840-8777. They're your authorized SAS Telemobility dealer. If anybody needs to make a call, I have a phone, guys. And Ray is watching in the 6 from the Kitchener area. And he says, Bonjour, Rod. You guys are looking good in Montreal. Enjoy your trip. Would have been perfect if the Expos were still around. Ooh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts, which reminds me, Darren. So we're staying at the Chateau Champlain. We're on the very top floor, as you can see, of this beautiful hotel. It's where the Saskatchewan Rough Riders stayed for years and years and years when we came here. And so, as somebody had said, it's old, but it's very well uh, located, right? It's right. It's a block from the Bell Centre, by the way, where we, where we are. So the second that we got in here yesterday, A, blown away at the renovations beautifully modern, the Chateau Champlain. And I said, Darren, come here, come here. There's something you got to see. Took him to the end of the lobby because there's this Maurice Richard statue in the lobby of the hotel. We go to the end of the lobby. Where is it? It was gone. So there happened to be three hotel staff that were standing there and uh, they overheard us. And they said, no, 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 we have the statue, but it's in storage. And I said, can, can, we, can we get it for the show? And it was... It was like trying to break uh, somebody out of prison. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Honestly, well, 
we got the rocket right here. And I don't know what to say about this. There it is. Uh, this thing, honestly, it's about 18, maybe, maybe 24 inches tall. For me, it might as well be 24 feet tall. This thing adorned the lobby of the Chateau Champlain for years and years and years. Now, the staff here, Terry, who's taken such great care of us uh, yes. since we arrived, <clears throat> Terry's like, where's this show air? And I said, Game Plus Television, it's available all across Quebec on Videotron, Cable Carrier, Rogers, Eastlink, Game Plus Television, plus YouTube and Facebook. And he was like, okay, I'm going to get you these forum seats too. But he's like, if, if my boss is watching, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Hey, nothing but the utmost of care for these artifacts. Yeah. Right. Like, does it get better than this? I know. I'm missing the coffee table. My instinct was to put my coffee cup down, but that's, don't touch but it. That's like I just yeah. I feel like I'd light on fire if I accidentally did that. So mm -hmm. uh, no, they, they look great. These I, were their season seats at the forum for the Chateau Champlain. But, their own but, seats. But keep this shot for a second. Go back to that shot. This is what they do in Montreal. And this is what I'm learning about the hockey team and how much the little details matter. Right. You put the Marriott Chateau right on the seat. Right? It's printed right in the seat. I, I think that was after the fact, actually. Probably, For the story, right. we'll yeah. say it was on there. As, as far what, as anybody knows. <laughs> but that's what they do in Montreal. I, I come every second year for the tennis when the men are here for the Rogers Cup. And they do that on your club seats. We get the club seats sometimes, and, and they put your name right on the club seat. And it's the details, it. right? Yeah, Very absolutely. Cool. Uh, just continuing, as I said, the Prairie Mobile text line is open. 306-840-8777. Reach us right here at the Chateau Champlain. From Brady the biggest Habs fan in Western Canada. He says, Rod, this series ain't over yet. We've been down and out before. we got to clean up the stupid mistakes on defense. This ain't a peewee hockey team we are playing anymore. This is the greatest team in the NHL, and we got to find a way to put the damn puck in the net uh, more than once. Two very important games coming up that we need to win. Go, Habs, go. That's from Brady. So, yeah, they're... Uh, it's not, it doesn't feel good to be down 0-2 to the best team in the National Hockey League, which, by the way, our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, and you can vote on Twitter and Facebook, can the Canada come back to win the Stanley Cup? And our Canada Day poll on Twitter, and I don't have the Facebook results in front of me, but 61% uh, of respondents saying, no, Montreal cannot come back. Now, after they lost 5-1 in Game 1, do you remember what our poll question was Tuesday morning? It was, is this series over? Right. And over 70% of respondents said, no, it's not over. And you said, we just had that question the other day. Two days ago, as a matter of fact, it's different now. They're down 0-2. It is. And I said this on Twitter, and, and I, this morning I, I wanted to post a picture of, uh, you know, the sun's out. It's a beautiful morning. It's like, hey, for the Habs fans that are following be optimistic this morning because you played probably your best game. Well, you played for sure your best game of the two, but one of your better games, I think, you know, in a while, even though they've been playing really well, if they play like that, they can absolutely win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I mean, winning four in a row, they've been able to do that. This is Tampa. It's a little different. John Cooper has been, you know, he won't let Montreal win four in a row. But Montreal can absolutely come back in the series. They're in a good spot. Well, we are uh, nearing the end of our time in the uh, warm-up, and Coach Bob Marier is going to join us in the next segment. I just want to cover a couple of quick other things. Uh, Brian is watching in Curtis, Ontario, the home of Ricky Foley. He's watching on Game Plus TV, and he says, I was watching the CEBL on the weekend. Do their games only go to 90 points? Because it said that in the corner of the screen. 
Great question, Brian, and I love the fact that we're the go-to for CEBL questions and information, but I have yet to figure out the Elam ending for the CEBL. So, like, who else is he going to ask but us, right? But it's the Elam ending. It's the Elam ending, which, is it eight points or is it? I thought it was nine. Nine points. Whatever it is, when they reach the last, is it, again, I got to brush up on the Elam ending. I wasn't prepared for the question. But basically, with like five minutes (laughs) left or four minutes left, it's three minutes left. They set whoever's leading, they set the final score at eight points. So if you're at 75 points, they'd set it at 83, and it's first team to 83. So if you're behind by 15 or 20 points, you could potentially go on a run, right? And win the game. And that's why every game will be different. When you get in the final three minutes, they'll set the Elam ending. It's a little bit of, hey, next goal wins type mentality when you're in the driveway. They set that that score, and it's a target. So it keeps every game exciting. I think what the CEBL would be happy about is that people are asking about it. And tonight, by the way, the Ottawa Blackjacks visit, visit the Hamilton Honey Badgers. So uh, we are your source for CEBL information. Now, just now, just a couple quick last things. Some things have moved in the CFL. Uh, not all good. Martin Bedard retiring from the uh, Alouettes this morning. Two-time Grey Cup champion with Montreal. I think we all know why. Forrest Hightower, an outstanding defensive back with the Ottawa Red Blacks, who's been on this show, Darren, as you know, retiring this morning. But the government of Canada yesterday relaxed its quarantine restrictions for American CFL players coming into Canada. They've reduced it from 14 days to seven days. We'll talk about that a little later on. Now, Bob's very close friends with Alouette's quarterback, Vernon Adams. Uh, They are, from what I understand, in quarantine. Like, I'm not talking to a lot of CFL players right now. This is what our focus is. But the point I had written down here, CFL COVID protocols, too harsh? And you want to debate that because, frankly, I think they're somewhat ridiculous. You don't. But since we've got to Montreal and the phone calls that we've had with NHL people, and this is the way the NHL has always dealt with us, Darren, they've welcomed us in. They're talking about the unbelievable testing protocol that they continue to go through in the National Hockey League. And that's staff of teams that aren't even playing right now. This is head office people. That's right. Right? So while I think it's restrictive, you have a a point on that and – when you come back later, we'll discuss that. Yeah, we can do that later, for sure. And also, breaking news today, the Arizona Coyotes are hiring Andre Tourigny as their new head coach to replace Rick Tockett, who parted ways with the hockey club in May after missing the playoffs this year. Andre Tourigny, most recently head coach of Canada's team at the World Juniors, plus the Ottawa 67s from the O. Coach Marier joins us next. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Happy Canada Day from the penthouse at Chateau Champlain. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. And we are live from the Chateau Champlain penthouse, one block from the Bell Center. It is an off day in the Stanley Cup final. It's the Rod Peterson Show on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces and 31 states. And what's very exciting for us is that we are available all across Quebec on Eastlink, Videotron, Cable Carrier, Rogers. So uh, Game Plus, I see why they wanted to send us out here for the Stanley Cup final. We appreciate that. Now, a man that really knows, needs no introduction, one of my closest friends, Bob Marier, sober coach of the stars. I talk about you, Bob, on the show all the time. You know that, right? Yes. Often I send a little text and I'm amazing how fast you can do that. So <laughs> let me first start by saying bienvenue à Montréal. You yeah. know, welcome Thank to you. The, Merci. You know, uh, welcome to Montreal. Under, I like how quick it was a decision made and I was like, hey, Bob, I'm coming in. I was like, great. Um, fast. It was like fast. Your life. It was yeah, but I'm not. Uh, I'm moving at the uh, at the snail's pace of Montreal traffic coming today. They've got all the roads closed off because of what's about to go on. Uh, some of it's construction, some of it's not. But 
um, as you can tell, last night was a bit of a downer, and there yeah. is a pall over it. And let's talk Canada Day in Quebec. It's not uh, Canada's favorite holiday in Quebec, obviously. Uh, uh, this yeah. is, uh, last week is La Fête Nationale. It is definitely, for me, a Canada Day. And if we were on the West Island of Montreal, it would feel like Canada Day. Yeah. But in downtown Montreal, first of all, it's because of COVID, the offices are empty. <laughs> Not a lot of people are That's what in I'm office. saying, but I wasn't expecting that when I got here. I it's, thought you were wide open almost, it, man. No, not at all. And I've been living in Florida for most of the, all of the pandemic, I think. And then I came back last Saturday and a very difficult transition. You know, I was in Vegas for some of the games. Yeah. And um, for two of those games. And I was, again, amazed at how everything was wide open. Everything. Like they didn't, it doesn't exist except you go to the airport and all of a sudden it gets the same. That airport gets you back into that little reality. And then I flew from, uh, from Las Vegas to Florida at the airport you're fine, and then you just see everyone tearing their masks off and it's like COVID doesn't exist. Right. I've been fully vaccinated for four months, you know, but it doesn't matter. In Quebec, it doesn't matter. They don't really care. And like I said, I was pretty surprised to hear that they weren't going to go with 10,000 people in the building. Right. And you're a little more right wing than other provinces in this country. Correct? I think now we are. Yes, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah. This guy has done. I mean, he, he I, it, we're going to sit and talk about the pandemic. It's been really hard for all of us. Nobody hasn't gotten away with a free pass. But I think now in lieu that the Canadians are in the playoffs and how can you think that having 25,000, I'd say there was 50 or 60,000 people on the street the other night when we clinched. Um, against Vegas, and it's going to be worse tomorrow. And Is that right? you can't put them in. I have a, like only in Montreal would they break into a stadium. I would not be surprised if that happened. I'm not telling people to do it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Okay, okay. So, folks, first of all, I'm just so darn happy that you're here, Bob. I really am, and you know that. I really appreciate you coming down here. I really do. Um, to the recovery community, you need no introduction. But for our viewers, they've heard me talk about you, but can you please just tell folks about yourself, by the way? I was telling a friend last night, you ran this town for a very long time. I don't know if I ran it, but uh, yeah, I went from being a uh, man about town and uh, one that, uh, it's interesting, I did Mitch Melnick's show the other day, who was a TSN radio guy here yeah. in Montreal, and he said, they used to introduce you as Pete Marriott's brother. My brother's a well-known English radio disc jockey here, he's been radio forever, and then it sort of turned into, my recovery got me, I used to, I used to be infamous and now I have notoriety. There's a difference. <laughs> uh, and, and for my case, 17 years ago, I came into recovery. Um, you know, my life was spent, I have about 25 years of low-grade depression and a lot of alcoholism and drug addiction in me. Um, and I had a job. There was no low bottom. There was gas in the tank and cash in the bank. So I was convinced if I didn't drink out of a paper bag or I didn't live in a van down by the river, eh, I didn't really have a problem. Well, that came to a crashing halt on January 2nd, 2004. And, you know, I don't get into the dirty details, but I ended up in a hospital in Southern California. And um, I was, uh, you know, I was laid up for three weeks um, like I said, I never go into the details. I it's find good. it really kind of like the Lord part's not important. But you're a recovery but coach. Yes, I am a recovery coach today. So fast forward, I came in. Um, I did not want to go to treatment. I did not want to go to a Nobody rehab. Nobody does. No, I did not want to do any of that. I had, uh, I had a, uh, a lot of uh, warning shots that, you know, when normal people that drink normally would have no problem saying, that's a pretty big warning shot. You know, the highway of life is trying to tell you something. And I was like, the blind is wrong. It wasn't me. I, you got the wrong guy. I got a job. Just leave me alone. And ultimately, I ended up in a bad place. And from that bad place, and 
like literally, I had nothing. I was starting from nowhere. I was a grown man. I was 39 years old. My 39th birthday was in rehab. And I remember thinking, like, who the hell am I? It sounds like an after-school special. You know, it's melodramatic. I was looking in the mirror. I was like, oh, I'm a complete stranger to myself. And then the reality was, um, I look back on it today, and it was exactly where I was supposed to be. And if you believe in the path, and the path is where it takes you, having sort of being able to embrace it, there was no, how do I say this without sounding, there wasn't a lot of fanfare. There wasn't a lot of like, oh, here he comes, the miracle was, it was like, okay, get busy, get your recovery going. I would tell people, I have a sponsor that was kind of hard on me. I've been sober now for six months, and he hit the brakes on the car. He looked at me, you've never drawn a sober breath in your life. You don't know anything about this. And I remember thinking, well, I haven't had a drink. Well, so, yes. But I just want to fast forward to now. Yes. So, you know, you... Okay, well, like going, that was the, I'll give you the long, and then fast forward to, I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I went back into production. I worked at, I worked in live production for years. And I came back into, I started realizing, hey, I like kind of helping people and stuff like that. And uh, I took the same course you took yeah. with Earl Hightower. God, that's 11 years ago now. And uh, I was five years into my recovery and uh, started from there. And uh, really, again, small, no fanfare. And it moved pretty quickly. I had an acumen for doing this. If there was ever the duck to water thing, that was me when it comes to doing, but it's not a fun job. You know that, yeah. it's not fun. You get to walk into somewhere and people want, need help and no one wants to go. No one says, hey, the interventionist is here. I'll just get in the car and leave quietly <laughs> through whatever versions. And then again, I get through most of that training and uh, I, I start building this business. And in 2014, a case I can openly speak about is um, I land Rob Ford. And that puts me on a fast track in my business globally, because we all know what that was like in 2014 in the summer. Right now, July 1st was our first day. Wow. So it was seven years ago today. And we were walking through with the longest parade I've ever been on in, in, in walking in the same type of hot, sticky, humid weather. And I was wearing, again, I feel tomorrow I will dress down, people. Believe me, I will not look like this tomorrow. It's like casual Friday here or casual Thursday. But moving forward, I became into this. I started working in a higher stratosphere of what I did. The phone never stopped ringing after I got Rob Ford as a client. So yeah. I am a recovery coach. And what that means is I articulate treatment plans, post-acute care. So after you go to treatment. And some of the people come to me beforehand and we try and get them righted until usually, inevitably, they end up in treatment. And then when they leave to do that. You're friends with the Governor General of Recovery, as far as I'm concerned, and he yes. should be a national treasure in, uh, in Saskatchewan, uh, Mr. Rantid. And again, talk about a lovely human being. I look at him as sort of a, as a, as a, a, my true north of how you want to work in this business. Well, mm -hmm. and that's the thing. So that's how Bob and I know each other, and a lot of mutual friends. But I, I want to swing it around to the love of the kind of gen. I mean, you're sitting here talking to these guys oh, about, man. can you explain how much they love the team in this town. Like, Bob, this run, this run, what's it done for this city? It is re... Look, I was around for... Uh, 93, clearly, it was a different... I'm a Bob McKenzie, if he's listening today, I still owe him an apology for 1993. What'd you do? After we won the Cup, there was a bit of rioting going on. We were at a bar, a local watering hole called uh, Grumpy's, and I may have accosted him that night. Um, <laughs> I may have been yelling in his ear, nobody believed us, uh, which is the same story. 
Montreal kind of came through this with a definite chip on their shoulder. Um, everyone in, you know, I think of local boy uh, Button there. Uh, Craig, Craig Button. Oh, yeah. Craig Button. Oh, he's who, eating who, a lot of went crow. to high school with me. Uh, and he said, oh, the Canadians won't even win one game and this and that. And, well, we all know what happened. Um, and I think Montreal's relished this, this run because nobody took them seriously. And if I, I read the internet and people say, like, oh, they had no business being there. The, the league's a joke. They played within the same rules. I could say the same thing for Tampa Bay and their $18 million. Over, they played within the rules. The Canadians had 26 games and 48 nights. Never in the NHL history has any team ever entertained the notion of being that busy. So Was they had a, a rough This is in the playoffs? Pardon they me? They played that many games in the playoffs? They I did not hear that This set. year, after, after they got the COVID protocols, break, right. they, got the, they, had, they had to condense their schedule more than any other team that was dealing with this. Some teams that worked to their advantage. Like Dallas had happened early, so they were able to jig their, their, right. their, 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 Schedule, their, yeah. their scheduling. But it didn't happen here. So building that in, I think Montreal sort of went. Everyone was looking at it when they were down 3-1, and people were like, oh, what the hell's going to happen? And good old Galchenyuk. Galchenyuk came back from Montreal Gave us a solid. The pass gets cut off by, um, by Cool Caulfield. And that was a little, again, I talk about that spark of hope, but started then. And I don't think they looked back. They started playing as a galvanized team. And I think it's safe to say that everyone knows they're playing for Weber and they're playing for Price. They really want, you know, when they have a great mixture. This town goes from kissing your ass to biting your ass. I feel bad for Mark Bergevin, but now they're all kissing his ass, so things are looking up. And uh, <laughs> No, but it, it's true because it works like that in Montreal. The passion in this sports. Now, again, I live in America. I live in Florida. I go to a lot of hockey games all over the place. I've been to games everywhere. I have never been to a barn as loud as my barn. I was in Vegas the other night. The show was unbelievable. Unbelievable. We got guys, it's Vegas. So I was just waiting for them. Like, what was going to, I thought at one point center ice was going to pop off and some got, people were going to fly out of there. Maybe monkeys or something. I thought they didn't miss, you and well, I were going to come to blows in that series. Yeah. I'm I not was, joking. I was, yell, I, was hit, I was hitting you hard. Yo, yeah, the best team will win, Rod. The best team will win. Well, what's happened, Rod? Did the best team win? And did the best team win, Rod? Apparently. I'm okay Apparently. with it. Apparently. I'm okay with well, it. Well, okay. But the Canadians have relished this role of nobody gives them any respect. So because of that, um, they've been, it's a great story, and they've built on it. And we have this mix of youngsters, you know, the Canadians, everything's scrutinized here. Oh, they've blown draft picks. I will give them that. I mean, sadly, Jonathan Drouin's not playing with the team, and he's taken a mental leave of absence, and I'm not one to talk about any of that. I totally get it. But I heard them bringing that up before this year, and the team, he's still a member of our team. You know, the people understand that. But Sergeyev would look damn good in the uniform right now. It would be kind of nice to have him there. And I think that the Canadians have done this with four defensemen, really hard-playing defensemen. And again, people looked at those moves when they got Sherratt last year. People, oh, yeah, well, he's not going to make that big a difference. Or Edmondson, which has been ridiculous the amount of time he's logged. So the team was the little engine that could. And now in this province, I tell you that the most religion I have is the Montreal Canadiens. It begins <laughs> and ends there. And I can't see it any more woven into the fabric of who we are here. It's we're the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, if you play for the Montreal uh, Alouettes, and Verno's a great dude, and he'll tell you too, but it's a hockey town. 
and it's been bleak, you know. If you look, there's 24 Stanley Cup banners. There hasn't been much to cheer about in 24 years, or 28 years. It's been a while. Are you getting warmed up now, Bob? I'm warmed getting up. warmed up? I'm feeling comfortable now. <laughs> Good! So, by the way, guys, so this view of Montreal, if you're going to come to Montreal, I've been here my whole life. I've been in this building before. This view is spectacular. This is ridiculous. Is something? Yeah. You couldn't get for better. The sunsets are nice up here. I'm going to come down here later. We'll hold hands and watch the sunset. I would hope what do you so. Think? It's going to be <laughs> Promise? Really, we're having, Promise? We're yeah. having a nice night. Dupont's out. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why I wanted to write down the crew that we got here. Transmission and Break Glass Productions, James, Ian, Austin, and Xander. Great job, guys. Give yourselves a hand over there because uh, we're, we're going great on Game Plus. The views are amazing. We're in this beautiful uh, conference room, I guess you would say, at the Chateau Champlain. If we've impressed Bob... We've done a great job. So we're going to talk more about the Stanley Cup final, of course, game three tomorrow night, trying to get into that barn. Some CFL, CFL COVID controls, Florida if you're down, whatever, yeah. whatever anything, comes up. I okay? can talk about anything you want. I know you can. I'm so on a wide variety of stuff. We'll be right back. You're watching uh, on Game Plus, the te television network across all 10 provinces in 31 states. And I'll say it again, across Quebec, carried on cable networks, Videotron, Rogers, and Eastlink. We'll be back with a sports update, viewer takeover, because we'd like to have some interaction with you. That's what we do here. You're watching The Rod Peterson Show. Also, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Welcome back. It's the RP Show, Canada Day, or as I've just learned here in Quebec, Moving day, which my good friend Coach Marier is going to explain uh, to all of us and our viewers outside of this province that are watching on Game Plus TV. But thanks for joining us. Uh, Troy Colmer's watching in Toronto, and he writes in from his account Sober Athletic, where he says, Nice studio today, Rod. Must be nice to do the show in La Belle Province. Montreal is a world class city, and the people are always hospitable. Go Tampa. He's well, a Leafs fan, Bob. He's dead to me. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, sports update, as we've been talking about, Andre Vasilevsky turned away 42 shots as the Tampa Bay Lightning eked out a 3-1 win over the rejuvenated Montreal Canadiens in a thrilling game two of the Stanley Cup final. Blake Coleman dove to score the winner at the buzzer at the end of the second period. The Bolts now take a 2-0 lead here into Montreal for game three. By the way, guy writing me from Texas today, Tanner Wilson, one of our viewers, about Blake Coleman pointing out that he is from Frisco, slash Plano, Texas area. He goes, Texas hockey players getting it done. Meanwhile, the Arizona Coyotes are hiring junior coach Andre Tourignier as head coach. He replaces Rick Tockett, who parted with the club in May after the Coyotes failed to reach the playoffs. The 47-year-old Tourignier has spent the past four years as coach and vice president of hockey for the Ottawa 67s. Montreal Alouette's long snapper Martin Bedard announced his retirement from professional football this morning following a glorious 11-season career in the CFL, all with his childhood team. He arrived in Montreal in 09 after being selected in the second round of the CFL draft, then helped the team win back-to-back -back Grey Cups in 09 and 2010. The 37-year-old Quebec City product played 179 games in 11 seasons with Montreal. The Phoenix Suns are headed to the NBA Finals for the first time in 28 years, defeating the LA Clippers one 130-103 to close out the Western Conference Finals in six. In the East, it's Atlanta and Milwaukee tonight. That series is tied 2-2. And Dylan Moore hit a three-run homer in the 10th inning, and the Seattle Mariners held on after blowing two earlier leads to beat the Toronto Blue Jays 9-7 in Buffalo, New York. They'll do it again 
tonight. And uh, former Blue Jay Joe Panic made an instant impression in his first game in Miami's lineup, homering in his first at bat and adding a go-ahead RBI single during a six-run sixth as the Marlies, uh, Marlins sorry, rallied for an 11-6 win over the Phillies. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We are on the top floor of the Chateau Champlain, a block from the Bell Center. Coach Bob Marier is with me. Close friend talking about the Stanley Cup final. He'll be with us for a few more segments. If you've got questions or comments about this series, we're taking them all show and we'll be here live tomorrow as well. I just want to say this, Bob, before we get your analysis of this series and what's going to happen. Are those Louis Vuitton shoes, by the way? They are. Um, Where does a guy get a pair of shoes like that? This shoe company is from uh, British Columbia. They're called Drip uh, Social. Drip. Oh, God. Drip? Gonna, drip Side. <laughs> look at uh, drip Louis side. Vuitton. Turn drip it sideways, side Bob. They oh got the God. camera on them. Drip Side Custom. Come on. Look I at this guy. They're, they're vans. Drip Side Custom. All right. Gotcha. And you look that up, and uh, this guy, Connor, makes these really cool shoes. They're really artisanal, and they use How about that? bags and put them together on these shoes. How about that? Now... Yeah. Where are you, you, I got distracted by your Louis Vuitton shoes. Let's talk about the ti- on a watch too, of course. Let's talk about the tickets, okay, for Friday night in Game Three. The prices are dropping. I don't understand. Well, again, I don't know what Moose knows, but uh, apparently they're dropping. I, I again, I was looking yesterday. Nine thousand dollars for decent seats in one, the Reds. One ticket. One ticket. So people are getting, and I, I guess I would, hey, let's go spend uh, our summer in Europe and sell our two tickets. <laughs> Why not? I guess. But. Uh, and some people would, would would pay anything. They'll give their front teeth to be sitting in that uh, building. And I think the Canadians, uh, you know, they build off that crowd. The 3,500 has sounded, you know, the players are super polite. They say it sounds fantastic. Obviously, anything's better than playing with no one in the crowd. It was surreal. And, you know, we had that pumped-in noise. It yeah. never felt right. I, I think it would have been better just to let the, you know, it would have been ec- uh, R-rated television to let the mics on, the mic up all the players and just let's run it like that. It would have been some good entertainment, but I don't think Gary Bettman was ready to let that happen. So. There were a few <laughs> F-bombs that made it to TV anyways. But Many would. Yeah, um, you but know. It, well, they already have in some cases. But please mm-hmm. tell me, Bob, because you live in South Beach and Montreal. You're the perfect split of this series. Right. They're full in Tampa. And every other stadium down they're there. Full of, they're filled everywhere. Right. And we're at 3,500 for the Montreal Canadiens in yeah. the Stanley Cup final. Can you please explain to me the difference? Because you understand people are going, why them and not us? Um, it's kind of strange. My family thinks that I've become super right wing, that I live in America. Um, you know, I, I'm a snowbird. I guess that would be the best way to say it. And my businesses operate there. I have been fully vaccinated for four months. And... When you are in, like I left Florida 10 days ago to come here, and it was, um, it's a good, there's like a culture shock. I come back in, I'm an essential worker, so I get the free pass, and I just have to go take a PCR test. I've had 120 of them. But now here, I think tomorrow there will be backlash. People are mad today. When they yeah. announced that last night at around 9 o'clock or 8.30, they announced they will not allow more than 3,500 people. How is that possible when they're going to have 100,000 people on the street tomorrow? That's my question. And they think it's okay. I, I, and like I was talking to Knuckles the other night when they were in game in, in the clincher, and I said, only in Montreal would they break in. He said, oh, baby, that would be great. <laughs> fill know, the place. How would they stop? How would they stop them from entering? They're not going to stop the game. You don't think they would? I don't know. I'm not telling people to do that, but um, <laughs> it would be kind of only in Montreal. Montreal is the smoking section of Canada. Montreal makes the rest of Canada not vanilla. And I people was telling get mad at me. Moose this last night. <laughs> we're walking around, and I'm like, what do you notice, Darren? And he says, uh, I notice they don't sell bras here. He said, uh, a lot of people smoke. 
He's, and he's been here before, so it's not like it's all new to him. But I said, you go outside in between periods of a Habs game, it's like it's a forest fire around the stadium. Right. As people like to smoke. It's like Europe. And again, I don't smoke. It's not necessarily a thing for me. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about moving day. Yeah, so what is moving July day? July 1st, all of the leases in Quebec are, again, I'll use that word, are articulated from July 1st to July 1st. So if you get into a lease, you're getting into it now. So you can't rent a car or a truck the three days before and then three days afterwards because people are moving. The day to, to vacate your, your, your lease or your apartment is July 1st. And people are coming and going on the same day. So they're leaving one place and going into another. And it's a complete, that's the right word, a schlamazzle. It's Gong a show? mess. Yeah. <laughs> and you're watching like, people driving down the street and there's like mattresses on their truck and there are cars and Gong people are... No, no, not even close. Um, not as many trucks in Saskatchewan. I have a, Austin, so. You know what? My brother moved yesterday, and uh, I said, you know, I'll give you money, but there's no way I'm coming to help you move. Not, I'm 56 years old. It's 200 degrees with the humidity. I'm not doing it. It's more here as it is in Miami. Yeah. It really is. It's sticky out. Anyway, and so all that, it's just those weird quirks that make Quebec that. And we have an, I'm bringing you guys out for a good meal tomorrow night, and you will feel what Montreal's about, because you can't eat a bad meal here. Joe Beef. Why not? Where is Joe Beef? Down in my neighborhood in the Atwater Market area. In the hood. Not far from here. Okay. Well, by the way, the gentleman speaking on the other side of the camera is Austin. He's the Saskatoon guy who just pointed out that there's far less trucks in Quebec. I haven't seen one truck, actually, in Saskatchewan. (laughs) Right. I haven't seen one with those brass nuts hanging from the bottom of the... No, that's not going to happen here. Yeah, it's just a, <laughs> just a contract. It's just a, if you have a truck, it's a working truck. Okay. Nobody has it for not. Let's open up the Prairie Mobile text line when we come back. We call it a viewer takeover, Bob. You know, and by the way, this is how good a friend he is of mine. We had only been on the show or on the air a couple of months, two years ago. And you wrote me. I don't know where you're watching from. I think by the pool at your place in South Beach. What do you call that place? The, the, the Standard. The Standard. The Standard. I can remember. Standard Spa. And you're like, Rod, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talk about things that... No other shows talk about, right? Correct. Yeah. And it's more, I think, understanding a Canadian. I find sports television in America almost antiseptic the way they move it. And they really, uh, hey, they're driven by NFL. They're driven right. by, uh, the NHL's a foregone conclusion. They sort of, eh, yeah, whatever, the NHL. Yeah. And then in the hockey markets, and I'll tell you, Vegas, an unbelievable hockey market. I was amazed. I know, who would believe I it? I was amazed who would at how, because South Florida... They don't even, you think they're, they think they're going, they're, they are yelling at the game, you know, get some and stuff like that. They're looking at NASCAR. The knowledge of the fans in Vegas was amazing. The hospitality of the fans in Vegas was shocking to me. I'm wearing Canadians paraphernalia. I get in and someone takes my hat. (laughs) All right. But the guy comes back to me and he says, you know, I'm just, you know. He gave it back to you. He gave it back to me. He was like, I was just playing with you. I was like, it's totally okay. Oh, that's amazing. I wasn't, it was, there was no animosity. I've been to Boston for a game before and like you're you're taking your life in your hands. It's a completely different. Especially as a Habs fan. Yes. I wouldn't even wear it. Dear God, I've got a red underwear on. That's the only thing I'm wearing. I'm not showing anything to anybody. Again, just getting getting going with Coach Bob Marier. When we come back, uh, viewer takeover, as I said, you're watching on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at (laughs) rodpeterson.com. It's the Rod Peterson Show. It is moving day in Quebec. Canada Day, as the rest of the country is celebrating, and we are live in the Chateau Champlain penthouse. 
on, uh, I guess, moving day of the Stanley Cup final. Game three goes Friday night with the Tampa Bay Lightning leading the Montreal Canadiens two games to none. And uh, Rod Peterson here, as you know, thanks for joining us on Game Plus TV, Plus Streaming. And Coach Bob Marier, my dear and close friend from Montreal, joining us. So we've got so many uh, comments that are coming in. I, I, we're, like I said, I feel like we're somewhat camping here today. You know what I mean. Not in your regular environs, right? So I don't have – but Bob, Bob – Tell them, folks, the messages you're getting right now. Who's I'm just, watching? Uh, John Herringer just said, hey, I follow Rod. I kind of know him, but it's kind of cool watching. So stuff like that. Biggest and of DJ course, in Canada. Chris Nyland is uh, on air, and I think he's got us on. He must be looking, what the hell is Mary saying? I wonder what's going to happen. My That's Knuckles Nyland. He didn't get those knuckles from yeah. playing the piano. No, he's one of the most intimidating human beings. You'll, you've met him in real life. It's frightening. You know, it's, he's a well, frightening just, guy. He's a him, sweetheart. If but you make him mad, yes. Just, looks, just the eye contact is like, okay, I'll do whatever you want. Here's my wallet. <laughs> See you later. Don't hurt me. But a teddy bear. Yes. Well, <clears throat> I was with Marty McSurley, and he was... Um, trash-talking Knuckles Nyland, let's put it this way, and, and Knuckles went nuts. He's probably watching, if Bob, or if Chris is watching, he would remember that. He wanted to fight him now. He would, yeah. <laughs> he would have no problems with that. He'd go with him right now. So where's the comment here? I, I apologize. Jeremy from Game Plus is watching. He's in the control room. Jeremy Davis, where's the comment? Here it is. Great set dressing. Love to see the rocket statue. Have a classy Canada Day, guys. Okay, well, let's get the rocket statue. I got to thank uh, the Chateau Champlain for that. This was in the lobby for years and years and years. I'm yeah. telling folks, Bob, that as you know, the Rough Riders stayed here for, I was coming here for 20 years staying in this hotel. And I would always take everybody to see this statue. And now with the Renos, it was gone. So the staff dug this out of storage and gave it to us, I think, to take home, I think. Yeah, for sure. They yeah, want you to have I, it. I'm pretty for sure. No problem at all. They won't yeah, exactly. it at all. And yeah. I can't even imagine what You're it's not worth. coming back next year, but you can have the trophy. Never you're allowed and back you will, in here. It, it's a national treasure in Quebec. And know? what's also funny with Game Plus, look, the people of Quebec, I'm not going to say you people, but the people of Quebec that are watching, tell your friends. It's on Game Plus TV. It's in your sports bundle. It's a specialty channel. It's carried on the Videotron cable carrier, Rogers, and Eastlink, all through the Maritimes as well. So subscribe to Game Plus, and you'll get this show every single day. I'm pretty sure, Bob, nobody else is talking about the Stanley Cup final on live Canadian television today but us. Correct. And closed captioner writing from Game Plus. They're all into it. Closed captioner writes, Liverpool. Joe Beef, but still top class, though. Love the Montreal talk. What's this Liverpool that people are referring Liverpool to? House and Joe Beef and Vin Papillon are three restaurants that are in, that are in the hood where I live. Uh, Little Burgundy and St. Henry are right next to each other, and it's called the Atwater Market area. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Showed up, St. And they, they, they definitely, um, you know, I, there's a famous picture of Trudeau and Obama eating at Liverpool House. They are... 100 feet from each other. The menus are ostensibly the same. Um, and, you know, yeah. Oh, wow. Yep, yep. And it's, again, um, it's a religious experience. Food here Liverpool. is. Liverpool. Food here is. I have one thing I'm going to say. My whole life, an all-dressed hot dog, there is no room for ketchup on a hot dog in Quebec at the Bell Center The now. best hot dogs in the world. But they now, there's a problem. I have a problem. I, I, like, I should send Jeff Molson a letter saying, what the hell are you doing putting ketchup on hot dogs? They used to shame you into that in his province. Ketchup on a hot dog, if you go to like Le Fleur's, they still like put it on over there. They will not put it on for you. The Bell Province will. But I have a problem with ketchup on hot dogs. Uh, Just that, you know. I don't, but those are the best hot dogs in the world. Toasted buns, yes. Bell Center, the best. Guys, we got a break, don't we? Uh, I believe we're at 
1256. Here's the hilarious thing. These guys, we never met, never met these guys till today, Bob. They're like, they're all worried about the show. Now they're chiming in. They're part of the show. That's what we do here, right? So we're going to take a time out, Dupes. Are we good with that? Sure. And we'll come back with the hour two, second half kickoff for the four season sports palace. We'll talk more about the Stanley Cup final. And as I said to Bob, we haven't even got into the Canadian Football League yet. And there's a ton of news this week, both with the Alouettes and the league and the government. Uh, so we'll be back after this break. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.